Mexico citizens believe governments and public institutions lack accountability. You think? Really? Rounding out the cleanest governments, a sweep for Scandinavia would seem, Sweden, Norway, then Singapore, the Netherlands, Australia, Switzerland, and Canada. Australia and Canada, they're so like us, and yet the United States ranked 24th behind Qatar and Chile, which tied for 22nd place, one step ahead of France. (laughs) We beat France. That's all that really counts, isn't it? Come on. And um, Britain is way ahead of us at number 16 with Barbados and Austria. Germany and Japan ranked 14th. China came in at number 75. Greece, 80th time. Colombia, El Salvador, Peru, Morocco, and Thailand at the bottom of the list. Myanmar and, hello, Afghanistan tied for 180th place. That's after 10 years of our nation building, ladies and gentlemen, just above Somalia and North Korea. Iraq speaking of nation-building, and Haiti tied for 175th place. We've done good. But whatever. We are not number one. And now, news from outside the bubble. First, from the Express newspaper of India... The Indian Council of Medical Research has posted an advertisement inviting research proposals on long-term effects of methyl isocyanate gas on the residents of Bhopal. It's 27 years after the Bhopal gas tragedy caused by methyl isocyanate that left hundreds, if not thousands, dead. Data shows that the gas patients have been routinely used for clinical trials for new drugs at the Bhopal Memorial Hospital and Research Center. The 350-bed facility specifically set up on the orders of this Indian Supreme Court to provide free medical services to the gas patients. A report by the Health Ministry's Central Drugs Standard Control Organization that inspected the trial said gas patients comprised a bulk of those tested. The MIC exposed people are not fit for clinical trials because they have known and unknown disorders not even documented in medical science. So Dr. G.M. Gulhadi, editor of the journal, Monthly Index of Medical Specialties, who questioned the validity of these tests. Nobody knows, he says, what kind of pathological reactions or physiological changes are happening in their bodies. This is apart from the ethical dilemmas of whether patients dependent upon just one hospital for free treatment should be subjected to trials at all. Ethics, methics. From the Guardian, a British soldier has been dismissed from the army after stabbing a 10-year-old Afghan boy in his kidneys with a bayonet for no reason. Well, he was like the American who killed an Afghan civilian. It was for sport, but no, this was for no reason. That makes no sense. Grenadier Guardsman Daniel Crook was suffering from a hangover after a heavy vodka drinking session when he bayoneted the boy who was running an errand. He could not explain why he carried out the attack. The boy's father said the attack had left his impoverished family bitter and financially burdened. More than 18 months uh, later, the son is still unable to go to school. He said British forces were in Afghanistan to build the country and remove insurgents, not to stab a child. Hearts and minds, babe. 
father has been offered $800, he asked for $40,000. I know negotiating teams like that. And this from the Telegraph, newspaper in London. Stores that are seen to be reveling too much in the festive season risk damaging sales figures by driving away stressed-out customers. This according to experts. Just a reminder, Abby Hoffman once described an expert as a talkative guy from out of town. Anyway, a study has discovered that overly jolly staff, bright decorations, and yuletide hits like Slade's Merry Christmas Everybody are a turnoff for shoppers. With stress levels running high amid the pressures of getting everything prepared for Christmas, cheerfully run stores make people less inclined to spend money. This research from the University of Oxford. That's what they're doing at Oxford. That's what those Rhodes Scholars are doing. Faced with exuberant sales assistance or shops holding Christmas celebrations,